We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Miami Heat Beat postgame show. I'm Ricardo Navas, and I don't have a massage gun to throw. <laughs> With me today, we got co-hosts of Streambeat, hosts of pregaming, Frankie G, our 2K coach. Mark Cuban tears, Mark Cuban tears. <laughs> why? What happened with Mark Cuban? He, the, the, he shot 43 throws. That's why. Oh, that's... <laughs> Shout out to crazy. Brad Jazz for that tweet. So, uh, we got Kenny Spence from uh, from pregaming. What's up, Kenny? What's up, man? We just did the pregame a few hours ago. I feel like I never left the computer, but we good. What's up? We're back, baby. We got to fucking win, bro. Let me tell you, man. I was I was telling I was telling these guys before. I was so scared that they were going to call a foul on Kane there. But listen, Frankie's right. He made a play, and they got a fucking win. Mm -hmm. Kane is able. <laughs> they, you know, we're out. There's a lot to talk about Vic and, and what he does. And I know Frankie had a couple great tweets on that. But we have to start with the he broke a record that none of us knew existed. <laughs> <laughs> I want to ask. This is so weird. I want to do something a little strange. I, 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 Frankie, right. did you think that they were gonna make they were gonna break the record because they started to bring it up around halftime? Uh, yeah, they they got off so uh, like I thought the jinx was coming in so early. I thought Gabe was gonna miss the four point play one. That's when I, I thought it was over. I thought as soon as they showed twenty for twenty or whatever it was, I was like, they're missing the, this one right now. <laughs> Every time they fucking brought it up, I was like, they're they're missing it. They're missing the next one. You know, I, I uh, thought the miss was coming when Jimmy was holding his hand. Oh yeah, no, that one. Yeah. That yeah, no, that and that was the other one. Or when Van Gundy said that they're not going to miss another free throw. Hey, <laughs> why not give a fucking shout out? Not only to the Heat for getting that win shorthanded, to our fucking community. We got Ryan Spavero <laughs> prescribing with Prime. They've been fourteen months. Damn. It's over a year. Appreciate you. And he says, in a season like this, it's wins like this that keep me going. 
Uh, Vein Hype resubscribed for another month at Tier 1. They've been 25 months OG right there. And they say cease and desist from throwing massage guns. Uh, you know, as you know, we know that Deadman likes to give out cease and desist, and the refs told him cease and desist. And we're going to get into the mechanic later. And I, I know I know Brass is cooking up something for him. A hangover time on Thursday against the Bucks, so you guys want to watch that because uh, Brass is already in the lab cooking on that. <coughs> well, no, hold on, Deadman did contribute something else besides that. Two of two from the free throw line helped out with the, <laughs> <laughs> the most. He's helped all season. I thought your tweet about uh, him getting himself ejected was the best contribution. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> I mean, listen, he. He he's done nothing but fuck. He was a minus three today, and I was watching. It, yo, it looked so bad the time he was out there. It was like the tallest person on the floor shouldn't be like a free lane to the basket for the other team. Do you know that? I do just, you know that that video of that old guy like checking people in security, but he's like really not. That's that's Deadman as as guards come into the paint. It's just like just non-existent. Oh, like you're good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> What a what a fun game, uh, Frankie. So I, I want to talk about the game winner, you know, as we kind of branch out to everything. You know, they don't call a timeout. Oladipo pushes the ball. Jimmy's able to kind of seal his man in position. Jimmy, grown ass. Listen, that was some Al Jefferson footwork right there. Gets mm-hmm. the pump fake, the 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 through the, the through step and one. Makes a free throw. That was another time that I thought, oh my god, if he fucking misses this, <laughs> since I'm, I'm, I'm throwing my phone. Uh, gets, I think his first game winner this season, Frankie, talk to me about the end of that game, that play, what you like. Cause I, I saw you tweet a couple things that I absolutely agreed with. Um, well, I, I think Depot's aggressiveness there in the, in the scramble there, um, you know, going off the rebound, get the stop. He's put, he knocks it forward and starts pushing it right away. Doesn't wait, doesn't let, doesn't grab it. Like a lot of players tend to do in that situation, grab the ball to secure the possession. He's going with the mindset to be aggressive. Like, this is a winnable game, winnable possession right here. He's looking to push, and this forces OKC to run back in transition and pick up. And, and they're they're running back, and then they have to ha- to stop ball. Then they have to look up and, and match up. And by that point, Jimmy's already done a great job running ahead under the basket, get, ceiling position. Depot makes a great post-entry pass, and Jimmy does the rest. But this is why... They have to be aggressive more often and push pace. We we've talked about pace control and and their their relation uh, and, and their dejection from running the ball. This is the kind of things that good things that happen. You have athletes and Depot and Jimmy and and Bam. You got good trailing shooters and and, and Tyler Tyler's one of the best trailing shooters in the league. Like this is the benefit of that. And I would love to see more of it as the season goes on. Uh, but that's another topic of discussion. But I, I love the aggressiveness, just not settling, not grabbing the ball, calling a timeout so we can take a contested uh, buzzer beater. And, and listen, and the and the game against Brooklyn, like, you know, as much as we love a Spoa out of timeout play, you're, mm-hmm. it, you're never going to get, you know, with a team that's limited on offense like this, Kenny, I don't think you're ever mm-hmm. going to get the best look kind of from a set piece in the half court, right? You may get an open three now and then, but like even listen, Jimmy got a shot at the rim and help came. And then you, you leave that up to the officials to kind of make that call for you or not late in game. So I I'm with Frankie, man. I, I love kind of the flow, what Vic gave them 
and uh, and and I'm I'm happy that Spo kind of let him let him run it out. Frankie, you said you always say sorry, okay, I'm gonna go to you, but I, I want to have something that Frankie says a lot that he's like Spo is very Spo has become a very rigid coach, and I think this is a good example of him kind of not doing that, kind of not being a control freak, and kind of letting them go. Yeah, um, it, it's just these things where I, I get frustrated where he would trust thirty and eleven guys. He'd be like Luke Babbitt. He's not shooting far enough. Luke Babbitt, shooting neon far- green light. Yeah, he's only shooting from twenty eight. I want you to space the floor from thirty five. And and then you look at it and like Luke Babbitt's shooting thirty seven percent. Why is he? <laughs> why does he need to shoot more? And he's off. Like, why are you giving him the, the green light? And like certain guys don't have this green light and the freedom. Like. It's just stuff like that that's been bothering me, and it's gotten worse over time. Um, you know, you're for the most part they've been a pretty pretty good non turnover team heavy team, and then we still run this very slow paced, very limited movement offense in the fourth quarter, so they can get that. You know, they they're trying to get a shot up. They don't want to turn the ball over, but our offense doesn't turn the ball over. Like trust your guys, just run offense. It's not like this isolation crap is is working. Uh, Cooper Moorhead for Heat.com has said that they have like they're they're like the worst second half team in the league this year offensively. Oh, like, and it, tonight tonight showed. Yeah, it, it. I mean tonight tonight's a little different. Uh, yeah, <laughs> obviously, I know that, that's fair. You're absolutely but, right. But uh, you know, we we talked about this in pregame, and we expected a lot more zone that we've seen mm-hmm. in in like this recent stretch because just because they had like eight guys available, but. Uh, just stuff like that that you know I, I we see at work when they're shorthanded and I'm like this can carry over like you can run do these kind of things when you're fully available why aren't we doing this Kenny good win mm-hmm. good win like I know it was I know yeah, they, they, they eked it out it was frustrating you know I think it's good I'm, I'm with you man yeah so the thing me and Frank you pointed out in um pre-gaming is the thunder the perception of the thunder is that there's like this bad team is looking to tank and that's not the case at all they right well now they're 18 and 23 which isn't horrible in the western conference they're not looking to lose they have a superstar in Shaker Alexander they have great role players in Dort Dort Giddy and so they are a good team and so I think this is a good win against a good team especially shorthanded as they were you, they didn't have Bam as their safety net tonight and it still worked out or Tyler. they're the Raptors of the west they're 18 and 23 <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I saw Speed this morning in chat said he'd have 15 games this season decided by three points or less. That's fucking crazy. That's like <laughs> half their games. But you know what? I think that's going to end up paying off for them in the long run. Because when it does come down to it in the playoffs, I'm, it'll be ridiculous that this team won't They got to find playoffs, solutions. So. They got to. Yeah. But I, 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 think these, I think these reps are good, though. I will say, I do think that they've stumbled onto something that – I do think that when there is not a super short clock, I think that they let Tyler do a lot of the late late game stuff, which I mm-hmm. think is just generally positive for them. And if they need a, a like a like a three point shot, they go to him and they run they, they run good stuff for him. And I I like kind of seeing that. And I think that you know Jimmy kind of gets his moments. I thought again the Brooklyn game kind of came down to a play at the rim, and I think we you know you're nodding, Frankie. I think we take that every time. So I think they're figuring it out. I, I just think they can't. It's a little frustrating that they can't pull away from teams. I think tonight's an excuse. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they were missing so many guys, but it's just kind of more of a, a symptom than anything. Um, <coughs> I'm still getting but over something, guys. I, so I think part the of the, the not being able to pull away from teams is just the lack of shooting yeah, uh, and consistent rough. shooting. Like, that that's the difference maker. Like, we talk, you talk about this a lot. You talked about this last time um, that, you know, a nine-point lead in a minute is nothing. 
Like teams do that all the time. He can't do that because they can't hit fucking threes. And they're not, they don't push, they get, they force turnovers, but they're not like a great fast break team because they're not super athletic. They're, they're not, this isn't like the big three that, you know, you turn the ball over, it's a highlight dunk waiting to happen. You saw today they had a three on one and they blew it. Josh Giddy stopped them. Like it, they, they don't have the athletes to kind of get that and they don't get easy buckets. Everything is hard. Um, I like what Kenny said about, you know, some of this stuff be, like ending up mattering more um, in the playoffs, you know, the getting great production out of the Depot Tyler pairing, the Depot Jimmy pairing, figuring out Jimmy and bam, those numbers being a lot more positive than they've been in recent seasons. I think that's great. If they, they get a couple more pieces, like we've talked about it at nauseum, I think they can turn some stuff around, but uh, it remains to be seen Pat's got to wake up. Pat's got to wake up. He was seen at the game fast asleep. <laughs> That was funny. He did look, fra- Kenny. He did look. He did look like he was napping. But you know what? That's how you know he doesn't use that burner kind of floating around because he would know not to do that <laughs> on camera if that were the case. That shit was so funny, bro. I'm like, oh my god, wake up, bro. Like, look up, look up. Because <laughs> every time the camera, they did it twice. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. They did it twice, so that shit was good. Yeah. Uh, real quick, also, Stan Van Gundy, don't do nicknames. Leave the nicknames to us. Yeah, it was rough. Yeah, he, called, he kept calling him Jimmy Free Throws, not Jimmy Buckets. Yeah, the joke didn't work, and he kept trying to he execute just, it. He it really was, did. You know, he, it, was really the, it was really the J.R. Smith 27-footers of jokes on broadcast. <laughs> it, it just kept coming, and, and you're just like, please make it stop. And it just never did. I love Stan, though. I'm always yeah, happy. He's, he's my favorite national analyst, but I think he, the jokes just didn't. You know what? Jeff should stop joking, too. I'll say that. <laughs> I like Jeff. I'm in on Jeff. You know, I, I like I, Jeff I, when he's not with Mark. I feel like Stan does it partly, though, because he knows uh, the Levitard show is watching. He kind of, like, eggs him on. <laughs> I, they I don't like watch. None of those, they don't watch Heat games. It's a, that's, that's the true. only that's game true. they don't watch. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, Ryan Cortez is watching. Ryan Cortez is watching. Cortez holds it down. What a life for Cortez. I saw a clip rolling around. It was uh, I, I, Jessica was saying, like, you guys, all you guys do is talk about the Canes, the Marlins, the Dolphins, the Panthers. And she just kept going. And she did not mention heat at all. And I was like, yeah. appropriate. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely appropriate. Um, <laughs> Deadman. Had the I think the I think the highlight of the day is is Deadman throwing the massage gun at the crowd or he hit the tape. What I don't know. Does anybody know what happened? He did he hit the table and the massage gun flew. It was just a very dead. Or did he thing. chuck it? Because I, I couldn't tell from <laughs> no, the video. He, he hit the table and it just. It, I, I do want to point out, like yeah, Vanhype says he slammed the table. The gun went flying. Yeah, so I'll start off by saying I understand. Like Deadman's frustration, he's having, he's playing horrible. He's in a contract year, if you remember. Like he was out of the league. Yeah, when his he foot's fucked up. up. It's yeah, it's a very frustrating time. It can't for him. be so fun to be minus eighty every game. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I get him hitting the table, but it's also hilarious that that stuff happens all the time to, with no consequence. But the massage gun, heavy ass massage massage gun, flying onto That's the court, bringing man. attention to it. Like it's just such a dead man thing for him to end up in that situation where he actually gets in trouble for something guys do multiple times a game. And the funniest part is that that ejection was what led them to Kane at the five, which honestly, and, not horrible. He looks. It, it was so he I, played I great in, minutes at the five. I was in on it. That should be saying great at the five. he saved spoke from himself. That's why I was like, finally, the rest on our side. <laughs> I was saying they got to go small. Like I'd rather not see Deadman at all. And he was like. Bet I got you. Also, <laughs> five Deadman, minutes. That's all. I, all you get from me. Deadman's wife is fighting with Alf on Twitter, so I have no idea how this is gonna end up tonight. Wait, really? Yes. Yeah, she's she's saying uh, cap that that they sent a, us a cease and desist. I, I have the fucking emails, lady. Why would we make this up? <laughs> I, I I am gonna feel your bad. Your fucking attorney went rogue, that, and it was just his attorney. Your but... agent and your attorney went rogue. Your agent told us. Literally, we we said fuck your attorney. We bypassed the attorney and went straight to the agent, and the agent's like, "No, yeah, we said that." Like, oh, okay, bet. Thanks, bro. Yeah. Oh man, this is unfortunate. Yeah. So everybody says they're gonna cut Deadman. They're not gonna cut Deadman. That's that, yes. that's gonna get traded. I believe the Spurs aren't even at the salary floor yet. So you no, know, they have money. They'll they'll move him. Like they'll move him if they if they don't want him here. Um, he gone. And, and hopefully Riley will protect Spo from Spo. Just I hope him. that's the last we see of him. God damn it! I you know it was funny because like, you know obviously like they've come back from like worse things right? Like Jimmy was gonna kill Spo, but you know this is a guy that's not playing well. That, I mean, just straight up unprofessional on a night when you're dressed nine people, and you're the no, only other on. center, and and straight up unprofessional after two games ago. Being straight up unprofessional and having that fucking clip of him getting the ball stolen, arguing with the oh, yeah. and then gave <laughs> the middle finger. Yeah, giving the middle finger right after. I didn't even notice it until you pointed. Wait, where was the middle finger? Oh, uh, he, yeah, when he's on the after, floor after the foul, he was on the floor and and flicked off uh, the. Uh, I think it was Thomas Bryant. Wow, <laughs> it is. It was the funniest. It's honestly like my favorite play of the year. It was just so funny, and it's like when somebody's gonna ask you, you know, depending on how the playoffs go. You know, what were the 2022-23 Miami Heat like? I'm sending that clip. <laughs> Put that shit in a fucking that, time So capsule. that and, and the picture of Damon laying face down. <laughs> the, one, the, the one with Kyle? I think yeah, so. That, that was so good. 
God, that was so funny, man. Oh, this killed me. Um, I, I want to ask you guys a question about because, you know, the offense today, you know, I don't I don't really know how to feel about it because obviously they got a lot of free throws because they attacked the, the paint. Jimmy in particular, you know, 23 free throw attempts is fucking crazy. Uh, Gabe had six, you know, Depot. I'm surprised that Gabe had six and Depot had two. Uh, but, you know, that that was that was the result of just attacking the mm-hmm. the paint, right? You know, they didn't get a ton of assists tonight. They only had 18 assists. Um, and again, I mean, they, so much of that is because they got 40 free throws. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 absolutely. And and they had more. They had, they had 31 field goal makes, you know, 30, 30, 10 free throw attempts, right? Uh, 10 three-pointer attempts. So I don't, I don't know how to feel like, Frankie, like, do you think of this as a, as a, as a good offensive performance or do you look at it like, man, they got lucky that OKC's foul machines. Um, I mean, I, obviously I don't count on the 40 free throws a game. Uh, but I, I like the mentality that especially Jimmy and, and Depot had attacking the paint, getting into the paint, getting two feet in the paint. Uh, we talk about it, that a lot. Like Gabe didn't have a great uh, night overall, uh, but he did a good job getting into the paint too. Um, needs to do better about the turnovers and stuff. Uh, like Siobhan said on the timeline that she wants to see him play off ball a little bit more. Um, you know, but tonight was one of those nights where we needed him. And um, they, they did a good job penetrating and and uh i thought it was i i i've i've said it for years that i want to see them go inside out first like i i think that's more sustainable and repeatable be having this attack first mentality of trying to go into the paint driving kick let's go to this like like spo did so well when he wanted when he focused on driving and kicking like the offense looked great uh, the result's good. And I, I feel like the roster is built for that, like more of a driving kick instead of an outside-in offense, uh, especially with these streaky shooters. I, I think if they that I think that's a repeatable thing. Like I, I think uh, Tyler and Bam need to f- uh, focus in a little bit more on that, and Kyle too, um, since they're the other high-possession, um, high-usage guys. I think that they have that mentality of we're getting in the paint, and that, and if we don't have a shot, we're kicking it. We're then we and we and and that guy, if he doesn't shoot the three, he's going and, and attacking a lane like this catching and holding shit. I'm so tired of it. Yeah, I, I did want to add to that really quick. I work hard a good offensive game because of that. Usually, their offense is very stagnant. Very at times they don't get much done. So to see them in attack mode every possession, and it's not like there were a bunch of bad calls or a lot of flop or anything. They were really getting into the paint, earning those fouls. And so I would call it a good offensive position because of that. Um, the shooting outside of that obviously could use some work. It could have used work all season. But I do like that direction they headed in tonight as far as just being in full attack mode. I'm with you. I, I think that just them putting any kind of pressure on the rim is just important. Mm-hmm. Um, they they just get none of it. And, and really, if it doesn't come from Jimmy, it just doesn't come. And I, I don't think mm-hmm. that that's solved. But obviously, like, when you get a performance... I mean, this is the kind of performance, Frankie, that I think we expect from him in the playoffs, right? Like, we want... And I, I think we know he can do it, right? Like, okay. And, and tonight, I think, was kind of that mindset. It's like, I'm the only guy here. I'm the only, like, you know, of, of my regular starters here. You know, I have to take it upon myself to play this game, like, the way I know how to. Fucking head first to the rim, and it's gonna... The thing with him is that this man... He he makes everything look exhausting. You know what I mean? Like he just can't. Yeah. Obviously, like he's not KD or anything. But like, bro, KD will have twenty five, and you, it's like just easy. 
you know, even Dwayne, this guy, it's just a fucking labor, bro. You're just, I feel bad for him. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I mean that's Jimmy's game though. That's like, always been Jimmy's game. He's the, he's a grifter, half, man. <laughs> he's a grifter. He, what does he do elite offensively besides draw fouls? Like he's he's a great passer and stuff, but he's he's doesn't have a quick first step. Like he has great body control and stuff, but he's not he's not first step to the rim. Like if you you give him the angle, he's getting by you. It, he's get he gets by you and and you you have to recover hard enough and you're gonna foul. That's what he does. He doesn't have a great shot. That this has always been his game, and uh, you know, I love it or hate it. Uh, that's who he is, and uh, like it, it's funny. Like we talk about the bubble finals and stuff, and how great he was, and and that performance. And it's like he's LeBron slept walk to the same numbers, <laughs> like that. But but it looks so much more impressive because Jimmy doesn't look like he sh- should be capable of doing it. And LeBron, it's easy for LeBron. That's why he's one of the well, greatest. Like, that's of all why time. Jimmy's leaning over on the fucking, you know, on the yeah, board, you know, <laughs> fucking exhausted, just averaging the same stat line Le- LeBron averages. That, that, but that's what makes Jimmy great. Like he, he does it despite all that. Mm-hmm. It's one of the that, that's one of the coolest sports pictures I've ever seen. Obviously, a little biased, yeah. and you know, I remember being in the moment. But that that picture just just goes hard as Man, fuck. But if they were to won that series, that picture would be everywhere. Oh my god! If they win that series, that's like. I don't even it's know. It's an iconic like, picture if they win it. Yeah. I mean, obviously one of the least watched NBA finals of all time. But, you know, still, it's <laughs> fucking, it would have been a crazy-ass sports. I mean, it probably, if it goes to Game 7, that, that, that attracts people. But yeah. real quick, let's try to close out the show with talking about their zone because, boy, did they play a lot of it today. Uh, hell, Listen, OKC in the half court, you know, 87, 87.9, you know, points per play. Um you know, offensive rating in, in the half court, that, that's pretty good, you know, uh, for, for such a shorthanded team, considering they were playing Jamal Kane at the five. Um, Frankie, how, you know, the, the evolution of their zone has kind of been interesting. They used to play a very aggressive zone, right, with kind of their, their big guys at the top, you know, and, and they kind of put a lot of pressure on the ball. It's changed to, I feel, a, a much more traditional zone. Uh, and they, I feel like they're going to it most. I, I think they've kind of gone away from it when they're healthy for long stretches. But like when they're shorthanded, that's really, that's really kind of the bread and butter of their defense. How do you feel about it? How do you feel about it going forward and, and how it's progressing throughout the year? This feels like a callback because my very first, uh, one of my first heat beat per, uh, episodes, we were talking about the zone. Um, but yeah, it, it's it it's had to change. Uh, like they played it that way with Iggy and and Jay at the top out of necessity, um, just because you don't trust Goron and Kendrick to stop guys <laughs> in the top. Uh, it was much easier to have you know Myers or Bam in in the uh, I'm sorry redacted and Bam uh, at the bottom and and rebounding and fighting for boards while having the, those guys who were, you know while not traditional ball uh, you know point of attack stoppers. I mean Iggy in his prime, yeah, but not Miami Heat Iggy. Uh, those guys were great at deflection and they were big bodies. Uh, now you have guys like Gabe and and Depot and um, Kane and Caleb that you can throw at the top. 
and they're good point of attack defenders in man. And now you get to, they can just stop ball um, offensive, um, stop ball at the point of attack at the top and disrupt things. And then you get to play your forwards at the bottom and Jimmy gets to be at the nail a little bit more. Uh, gets the help from the wing and 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 help off a weak side and and it also helps your rebounding just being a little bit more traditional uh, so you you don't have Goron six uh, <laughs> two Goron or or six one uh, uh, six feet Kyle inside like you you can match up a little bit better on the boards and it helps everything out um, I think playing this much zone is is gonna be like like you know obviously you have guys that haven't really played it uh, in the NBA and guys that uh haven't really played together tonight and 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 like play more minutes and and everything you know just a lot of factors that go into uh why they struggled at times um but i i thought it was this it was the right move to to run it a lot today and and you know they got a lot of uh, deflections off it disrupted their timing and and uh even even if it wasn't all great results i think it was a very necessary move tonight but you know, I, I do want to add on to that really quick um, because there are certain things that happen in games that kind of um, get lost. And I think with that zone starting out, that start they had on Shea with that in the first quarter, it set the tone for the defense for the rest of the game. So Shea was able to get off throughout the game, but I think that energy and that confidence that they could get these stops, that really helped set the tone for their defense throughout the game. So Oklahoma City, by the way, it, you know, and, and and one of the reasons why I thought the zone was important tonight, they're third in the league at, at kind of getting to the rim behind the Lakers and the Pelicans. Uh, so, you know, they, they, they just they do that with a ton of frequency. I don't think Miami did the best job of it tonight, um, hmm. but I, I did think they contained it a bit. Oklahoma City, uh, they, they, they did get to their spots, right? They had they had 29 attempts at the rim tonight, um, you know, a, a, a pretty significant diet of their you know a lot of a lot of shots at the rims and a lot of threes but you know i i thought given kind of their situation and, and um kind of all they do that i i thought that was <clears throat> i thought that was pretty okay so all in all i i think just a positive i think a yeah. positive night i think mm-hmm. at, at times i i careened i was i was incredibly frustrated um and all that and and uh listen we're here. They're back. Uh, what, how, how, what's their record right now, Frankie or Kenny? Uh, 22 and 20. Yeah, 22 and 20. 22 and 20. You know, you're going and, into uh, you're going into a game, into a, a little mini series against the Bucks. Uh, pretty important. Hopefully, you know, you get Bam and Kyle and Tyler back. You know, and hopefully Caleb as well, who has historically played really, really well against, mm-hmm. against the Bucks. So hopefully, you can get those guys back. Broke out against them. He did. Yeah, that, that was, was that was the game without Jimmy. If you remember, it was Kyle, mm-hmm. Bam. I don't think did Tyler play. I don't think Tyler also played that game. I don't remember. And they got a huge win. That was a really exciting game. That man, last season's vibes are so different. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, one last thing, uh, just to, to to reflect on the job they did on on uh, Shea and Giddy, twelve turnovers, six each for them. Like mm-hmm. Giddy did have the triple double. Um, you know, Shea had 26, but you know, we talked about on pre-gaming and, and Kenny talked about like, you know, really keeping them out of the paint. They, you know, they, they did get to the paint part of that's the zone and stuff. Uh, but I think they did uh, a very acceptable job for them for considering what they had to offer. Frankie. And I, I like what their zone looks like against these kind of more ball dominant guards, right? Because, you know, you see what, I mean, Giddy, you know, he would turn the corner and, and, you know, it's, it, even if it's Oladipo on him, you know, he has 
two or three guys kind of kind of crowding him, you know, when he kind of comes off any pick or anything. Mm-hmm. So it's just generally positive, and, and he hit a tough tough shots, and he's just a, such a good player. So it I understand why Spo likes it. He's always been a guy who loves to swarm the ball, kind of rotate, move yeah. everybody to be on a string. So Pressure. all that. As we get out of here, though, we have an important update. We have Dwayne Dedman's <laughs> Wikipedia page. Frankie, would you like to read? <laughs> go ahead, Kenny. No, let Kenny do it. Kenny. No, you go ahead. In 2020. You brought it up. So, you know, just normal, right? Dwayne Jamal Dedman is an American professional basketball player for the Miami Heat of the National Basketball Association. Nicknamed The Mechanic. That's us, guys. He played college for uh, Antelope Valley College and USC. In 2023, he slapped the hell out of a therapy gun and was ejected from a game. <laughs> Shout out I to love Wikipedia. That we I, I I hope they uh they send the cease and desist to Wikipedia. <laughs> See you guys tomorrow for the pod, and then Thursday for hangover time against the Bucks. We love you. Pre game that day too. Uh, all yeah. that good stuff. Remember pre game and hangover time on Thursday tomorrow. Pod me Kenny. Uh, spoiler alert. Ask Ethan Skolnick. So you know Ethan's coming back his first MHB appearance. In many, many years. So excited for for Ethan. Hopefully he can uh, make time for us. But love y'all. Great win. Peace out.